Good morning, everyone. We are learning the fourth Aliyah of Parshas Noach. Now that the flood is over, God tells Noach as follows. Go out of the ark, you and your, your wife and your sons and your sons' wives. Basically, he tells them now they can go out together and they're allowed to live as husband and wife. They were prohibited um, married relations in the ark. And all the animals, the birds and the creepy animals, um, they should leave the ark and proliferate and be fruitful and multiply, which again, they were also prohibited from married relations within the ark. Noah um, also says, he says, take them out of the ark. If they don't want to leave, force them out. Noah and his uh, sons and his and his wife and his wife's sons basically um, uh, left the ark. All the animals and all the creeping animals and the birds and uh, uh, left according to their families and promised never to pervert their ways and mixed breed between each other as they were doing before the flood. And Noah built an altar and offered the, the birds, the kosher birds and animals and birds to God as on the altar. He said to himself, God only told me to bring from these seven and seven, seven male and females, so that I should bring a sacrifice. God accepted the sacrifice and, and, and said to himself, I will no longer curse the land because of man, because man's um, imagination is evil from birth, and I therefore will not furthermore smite all living creatures like I've done. In other words, from the moment the person's born, they have the evil inclination, and God was, saying, was recognizing that, and therefore he says, um, I will never again, nor will I ever again, by repeating that twice, it's a form of an oath. And all the, as long as earth exists, God says that the sowing season, the harvest season, the cold season, and the hot season, the summer and the winter and day and night will never, will not cease. Basically, all the seasons will stay in place um, from here going forward. Um, here the, he, he points at six different seasons. Um, he goes through the, all the different seasons. Rashi goes through half of Tishrei, Mechesh, and half of Kislev is the sowing season. Half of Kislev, Tevis, and half of Shvat is the cold season, which is more severe than winter. And the winter season is, is, is for sowing barley and pulse vegetables that are quick to ripen, and that's half of Shvat, Adar, and half of Nisan. And then the harvest season is half of Nisan, Ir, and half of Sivan. These are all Hebrew months. And the summer is half of Sivan, Tamas, and half of Av. It's the time of fig picking and drying them in the fields. And the hot season is the end of the summer, half of Av, Elon, half of Tishrei, when the world is particularly hot. Uh, chapter 9, verse number 1, God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the world. Um, also, God promised, I left that one thing, that the day and night will not stop because it did stop during the time. The constellations didn't work in the times of the flood. God promised it would never stop anymore um, the, the natural course. Um, God promised that, the, that the, the fear of the animals will be um, on the human beings. Um, basically, the, what that means is that as, as, as long as a baby is born and alive, even the, the mice, for example, will not attack it. But even a giant that's dead um, will need guarding from um, the rodents. God made it that a living being, is the fear of it is on the animals. Um, all moving creatures are now for you to eat. Obviously, um, just like the greenery that I originally gave, because Adam was only allowed to eat um, vegetation. They were ve the vegetarians until the time of Noah. God allowed for man to kill the animal to eat the animal. Um... But, here's the rule, basically God says, you're not allowed to eat the flesh of an animal or its blood while it's still alive. You can't take the limb off a living animal, a limb off a living animal and eat it, or the blood, as later on in the Torah, we'll see the blood is prohibited anyway, but it's an additional prohibition of blood from a living animal, and uh, the Noahide laws, I believe, conclude 
the, the living animal, um, eating from a living animal is prohibited till this day, even for non-Jews, as in one of the Noahide laws. Um, now, I will nevertheless claim a retribution um, for your own bloodshed, and from uh, even of your own life, and also I will claim retribution for your bloodshed from the hand of every wild beast, and I will claim retribution for a person's life from the hand of a person who killed him, even from the hand of a man who is like his brother. So basically, um, even though I allow you to kill the animals, if you kill yourself, I will claim retribution. Even if you strangle yourself and there's no blood coming, I will still claim retribution. That's obviously in the next world. And from all the animals, because before in the times of the, before the flood, because of the sins, God allowed the animals to kill the, the people. He, he warned the animals now. Um, and also from the hand of every person that kills intentionally and there's no witnesses, God says, I will claim retribution to that person. And someone that loves their friend who killed mistakenly, and usually if there's witnesses, they would go to exile, and he needs, still needs atonement, but if he doesn't humble himself and ask for atonement, I will figure out a way. Um, and how does God do it? Basically, the common Amaka says that God brings the one who killed intentionally with no witnesses and the one who kills unintentionally with no witnesses to a, a, ho- a hotel. And one is the one who killed intentionally is under the ladder. The one who kills unintentionally is, walks on top of the ladder and falls on him and kills him. And now there's witnesses that see him, him kill him. So the one that killed someone else intentionally gets killed. The one who killed without witnesses unintentionally now there's witnesses who force him to go to exile. Whoever sheds human blood, his own blood shall be shed by man, for God made man with God's image. Again, if this is all, if there's witnesses, very unusual for that capital punishment to happen according to the Torah. In fact, if if once in seven years, some say seventy years, uh, uh, there was capital punishment, that, that court was a special name for that court. Um, why? Because man was created in the image of God. And therefore, when a person kills someone else, he takes their image of God. Every human life is very valuable. Created the image of God, every human being. You, for your part, God's talking to the human beings, be fruitful and multiply, proliferate on earth and make it populous. It's the second time God says that. The first time um, was a blessing, and now it is a commandment to be fruitful, multiply, have children. One of the interesting explanations of the meaning of leaving the ark spiritually. As we said, about Shem said, the ark, the word teva ark, could also mean word. Go into the ark, go into the word of prayer and, and, and Torah. And uh, that will save you from the floods many times. First of all, in, in your youth, person, a Jew is told to learn Torah through school, schooling, and, 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 and submerge them, merge themselves in the Torah. And even every day when we wake up in the morning, we're supposed to pray, put on tefillin, pray, and so on. That's our moment in the ark. But then God says, leave the ark. You know, when a person grows up, they have to spend more time working in the, work, in the workforce, in the world, or, or changing the world, making the world a godly place. And also, we can't spend all the day in prayer and Torah study. We have to go out in the world and make it godly. And that's what it means, leave the ark, leave the word of prayer, and bring holiness to the whole world. May be revealed with the coming of Mashiach now. Amen.